You're listening to the Creating a Brand podcast. I'm your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Today's episode is all about clarity. Accurately defining success for your life and for your business only happens when you gain clarity. Creating a brand, this is a topic that we have to understand and continuously focus on. Recently, I was introduced to the ideal guest to talk to about this topic. His name is Paul Daly. Paul has a background in the automotive industry. He started, ran, and sold a company called Image Auto, where Paul had more than 50 employees that he was working with. Since selling Image Auto, Paul has shifted his focus to his online training, Brand is Gravity, and hosts his podcast, Clarity Compressed, and is also the founder of a conference called ClarityCon. Are you seeing the trend here? Paul has devoted his life to gaining clarity. Because of this, I knew he was the right guest for us to talk to on the Creating a Brand podcast. So throughout this episode, we break the conversation into three parts, business clarity, personal clarity, and clarity in messaging. I cannot wait to get into this episode. So here is my conversation with Paul Daly about the power of clarity and why it matters. Paul, welcome to the Creating a Brand podcast. Hey, Alex, it is a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. I was actually on your podcast, Clarity Compressed, just a few weeks ago and really loved just the uh, the synergy we had as uh, a host and a guest. So I decided, you know what, you'd be a great guy to come on the podcast and have a conversation with. Man, that, that means the world to me. I mean, I totally respect what you're doing, which is why I wanted to have you on my podcast. So, um, and this wasn't you know, for anyone listening, this was definitely not a, a quid pro quo to use a really common and popular political term. Uh, this really was kind of organic in the way it came out. For sure. Absolutely. And I wanted to have you on the podcast because I have a topic that I want to talk to you about. And it's all over your messaging. It's all over your website. It's on every video and podcast you talk about. And the topic is clarity. Oh, yeah. My favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. So you something you say on your website is good business starts with clarity. I'd love a definition of what that means in your mind. Um, you know, it's funny because you use the word, I use the word clarity a lot. And when you use the word clarity, everyone kind of nods and say, yes, that's important. But just by kind of nature, just using the word clarity is really broad and can be really vague and, you know, thereby unclear. So the more I've been thinking through that, because like for me, it means like, it means like a sharpness about where I'm going and an understanding of where the pieces fit. But I think to dial that in a little bit closer, I think clarity is mostly about perspective. You know, like when you go to the mall and you want to go to a certain store and you look and you see the store on the map, but you can't get there unless you have the most important component of the map. And that is the you are here circle. And that gives you clarity and perspective on where you need to go in order to get where you want to be. So I've been thinking about clarity a lot more in terms of perspective. Paul, I love the example you just gave, because without knowing where you are today, you're never going to be able to figure out where you're going. And as you said, clarity is mostly about perspective. Now, throughout your career, have you always had this understanding of clarity? Um, it, it really... I mean, me defining it like as like putting it into the terms of a word that I'm going to kind of focus on, make a center point of my thinking. That is a pretty recent thing. Only over the last, I don't know, two years, maybe a little bit more than two years, I've been thinking in terms of clarity. And, um, you know, so I started my first business in 03. So um, I've been doing, I've been in business for a, quite a while at this point, but this understanding that without the clarity, without the perspective, like it's like throwing punches underwater. It's like you just, you feel like you're struggling and you feel like you're fighting and you get exhausted. And without the clarity side of it, understanding why you're doing it and where you're going and the perspective of where you're heading, without that, 
literally that's why people give up. And so really over the last two or three years is, has been, um, has been a season where I've been putting more and more focus on that. Like I have a, a logo on the hat that I always wear. Like it's just kind of part of my uniform. It's a psychological trigger for me when I put this hat on, um, the flag, it, I call it the clarity flag. And it is really just a reminder to constantly keep the perspective of what's going on and why in front of me. So it's been kind of a recent thing. You had this realization at some point that you needed to be clear. The clarity was really important to what you were doing. When you started really focusing and getting your businesses more clear and focusing on the, the clarity of what you're doing, did you find an increase in business? Did it help you grow and develop further? Yes, it did. And um, I will say the majority of what it helped was for me to align my team around one thing. So uh, the company that I built that got acquired about 18 months ago, that was the company I was running and in, in the middle of when like, I started thinking in terms of clarity. And it really, I guess, a little more perspective to your last question too, it was really birthed out of a desire to make things clearer for the group of us. So focusing on that clarity and understanding that perspective was the most important thing. The way it really played out as I was leading the other business, we had we were close to 50 team members at that point. Oh, wow. um, it, it was putting things in a way that everyone can understand it almost immediately. Now, I'm not saying it doesn't merit deep thinking and really good you know, strategy, but I found that when things are really complicated, people just tune out. And especially in the social media world that we live in, like we really need to understand something quickly or we don't get even the opportunity to dive deeper. So um, rallying around clarity really played out as making the holistic strategy a very simple concept so that it could be transferred quickly and easily and become like a rally point. Yeah, where did you start with that? How did you kind of figure out how to begin getting that clarity around your business? What made you decide that like this was the starting point for that? Um. Yeah, so really early on in my business, I started in 2003, I started by reading two business books. I didn't have any background in business, no entrepreneurship in my family whatsoever. And I bought Small Business for Dummies. And right next to that on the shelf at Barnes & Noble was a book called The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. Okay, I know that one. I didn't yep. know the first one. <laughs> small but... Business for Dummies. Yeah, it's like, hey, this is what a tax ID number is. You know, Should we link to it in the show notes or what? Uh, you could, but if someone needs that book, they probably never found their way to your podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, that's how, that's well how great I was. Um, yeah, and that was really before there was even as much as there is on the internet. So either way, um, in the E-Myth, that book is all about building a business that runs on a system. And even if, you know, he talks about franchise businesses, um, but regardless, he said, whether you're a franchise or you're not, whether you want to sell your business or you want to keep it forever, you're going to have a much better business if you pay attention to your systems. And I think the way he put it was that the lowest qualified person possible could do the task, right? Not saying the person isn't qualified, but if you have a good system, then it, it becomes a little more foolproof. And mm -hmm. so as I started to move through my business, I tried my best to keep things in systems and I definitely didn't always succeed, but I started even at that point to understand like, Hey, I want a business that can more and more run without my immediate input all the time. And, and that was, I guess, you know, think about it, that really was the beginning of that journey. And then as the team gets bigger, you know, the, the complexity grows and the need for communication gets more important. And therefore, the need for clarity gets more important. And so that was really a real gradual, a gradual trek. And, 
you know, there's, um, I don't know if you've ever heard this, maybe you have, but I can't remember where I heard it because I'd love to give them credit for it. Um, so they say, you know, businesses at different points, they function a lot like different levels of sports. So when you're by yourself, you're like a track star. So this is for all of our entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, mm-hmm. um, th- you know, it's really you against your personal best every day. You train by yourself. You kind of are in your own head all the time. But then the next level is equates it to a golf foursome. Four guys playing golf and the four players, they know each other. They're friends. They hang out at each other's houses. They kind of know each other's kids and families and they play and they have fun, but they also, you know, are doing life together and having fun. The next level up is a basketball team. And when you get to a basketball team size, now you have offense, defense, everyone has kind of a specific role. You're the point guard, you're the forward, you're the center, and everyone plays as a team, but you're still, you're on the same bench in all the same meetings, you ride the same bus. And then the next level, once you graduate past that, past, you know, 13, 14, 15 people, now you have a football team and a football team has separate teams, separate coaches, separate meetings. The offense isn't watching what the defense is doing. The offense is studying. They ride separate buses. And this is where the communication Mm -hmm. and the clarity becomes even more important. So that has kind of been the trek and the progression and the need has grown and evolved as the business got bigger. Yeah. By the time we were the end parts or the, the tail end of image auto was like the need for clarity was like, hey, if we don't be clear, if we don't rally around it, well, then we're just not going to have a profitable business and that'll be that. I mean, that's impressive that you were able to, to build the company that size and also have those systems in place and build it all around clarity. I love that. And I think it's really cool that the last couple of years, especially really kind of branded around it. Um, it speaks a lot to you. And I want to now talk kind of about the solo entrepreneur, because a lot of the listeners here, they're kind of more maybe in the startup phase, maybe they're even doing things alone. How important is it for somebody to begin that way? Oh, critical. Absolutely critical. If you don't know, if you don't know where you're going. So if you're a solopreneur right now and you're starting a business, you need to understand where you want to be in one year, five year, 10 years. And I know 10 years seems like an eternity away, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. For me, I knew that I always wanted to build a company that had more people. So when I was by myself, I knew I needed to start structuring my businesses if I had an employee. And once I had one, I needed to structure it as if I had 10. And 10, 20, 20, I structured for 50. And toward the tail end of Image Auto, we were structuring for 100. Um, wow. So it's absolutely essential because what happens is the drudgery and the, and the day in, day out grind of being by yourself and fighting to get it off the ground and doing all these different things yourself. I mean, you have to be an expert in finance and business management and product and digital marketing and merchandising. Like it's you. And I know how that feels yeah. and it's overwhelming and pulling some time aside to make sure you clear. I used to write it out right in one year, right, in three years and when I got aside and I did that, I realized that I made way different decisions in my day to day. And to go back to the beginning of our conversation, it started to give me perspective on the fact that the grind that I was in the middle of wasn't all there was. It wasn't the end. So mm-hmm. absolutely essential. So what I'm hearing you say is it's it's very important for us to just begin with clarity in mind. How does somebody begin doing that? You said you physically were writing something out. Is that what you recommend people to do to actually put something on paper in front of them? Like, how can you start off that way? Because honestly, some of us, myself included, I've overcomplicated what I do many times (laughs) and getting it down to something that's bite sized, it's really clear, takes a lot of effort. Yeah, it really does. Um, So I'm, I'm the kind of person that is really kind of, 
I naturally want to live in the clouds. So as a business owner and operator, I had to force myself to get back down to the ground and execute. <laughs> I'm there um, with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think probably a lot of your audience is the same way because sure. yep. entrepreneurs are a lot of times they're dreamers. They're really, there's really two types of entrepreneurs, ones who are dreamers and idealistic by nature, and they want to make the world a better place through whatever it is the product. I think the other side are people who are brilliant technicians and they're operators and they were mm -hmm. really good at the technical skill and then they've transferred that over into running their own business where they can you know perform that technical skill and make you know kind of a better future for themselves so speaking to the dreamers um i started uh, one of my mentors he said i want you to write your eulogy what do you want them to say at your funeral and i never thought about that before and wow. i start i started there Right. So like, OK, let's play this tape all the way to the end. And what do I want to be said about me? And so I, I wrote things like I want to build a business that people can say that my life was better because I walked next to Paul and his business for whatever amount of time it was. Yeah. And I said, but I also because I'm married, I've been married for 17 years. I have three kids and at the time, I didn't have I didn't have three. I might have had two at the time. But either way, I said, I want to do it in a way to show people that you can build a successful business that helps and serves a lot of people. And I can still eat dinner at home almost every night and still be home on the weekends. And I knew that was a tall order, but I knew that I wanted to do that. And so I started, I put all that in the eulogy. Um, so that's the first thing. If you just take, you know, take 30 minutes and and write out what you want that eulogy to sound like, I think it'll give you even a little perspective of like, why am I even running my own business right now? I mean, I know it's real high level, but I think if you start there, you you can kind of give yourself a macro framework. But now how do we bring that down from 30,000 feet and how do we make it practical today? And um, goal setting is something that if I intentionally do it, I will I will execute the goals. If I don't do it, I will get a lot of stuff done and I will constantly be in motion. But a lot of times at the end of the day, the end of the week, I'll be like, I know it was busy. What the heck did I do all week? Yeah. I think a lot of us get there. That, that's a tough that, you know, that's a tough thing to overcome. But you're saying you write it down as a goal and you kind of have that again, that bigger picture. Uh, in your mind, you kind of work back from there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I am saying that. And, you know, goal setting, there's a, there's a lot of good resources out, out there. Um, somebody had brought me a lot of clarity on goal setting is someone named Michael Hyatt. Um, and yeah. I know he didn't come up with this, but, you know, he talks about smart goals and make them specific and measurable, actionable, something you can actually do, um, time bound. Um, oh, with the R, the R is realistic and the T is time bound. And so like real simple saying, like, I want to accomplish this by this date so that, you know, this thing can happen, right? Like just being a little bit more specific and statistically speaking, when you take the five minutes to do that, you become much more, much more likely to achieve the goal. But it's, for me, if it's not written in front of me, it's not going to get done that way. I'm going to get off track because I, I kind of don't have a lid when it comes to like, the dreamer side of me. Oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do that. And I've come to realize, and probably a lot of the listeners will realize this as well, is like, you're probably very competent and very capable and very talented, which is why you are a solopreneur or an entrepreneur and you're willing to tackle that. And this is the thing that has stuck with me. It's kind of one of my mantras. I can do anything I want, but I can't do everything I want.
Hmm. I like that. I like that a lot because that's also been true in my life. You know, you have to have that focus. You have to really figure out the direction that you know that you want to go in and focus that way. There's a lot of shiny things along the way, right? Oh they my make gosh. us want to go to the oh left or the right. Like, that would be so much fun to do though. Let's do that. <laughs> and I can do it. Watch me. Right. Right. Watch me. <laughs> yeah. But like you're saying, at the end of the, the end of the day, the end of the week, month, year, decade, you're going to realize I really haven't done anything because I just kind of went after every little thing I wanted to do instead of finding that main focus and sticking to the course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you'll be exhausted for sure. Yeah. I was having a conversation actually with my wife a couple weeks ago. I'm like, and there's so many things that look like they would be cool to do with my time, with my life that I just know that I'm never going to get to. But we have to be okay with that, right? As long as we right. focus on that bigger picture, it's worth it to, to chase that down instead of all these little things that look cool along the way. Yep. That's so true. That's so true. I, Imagine I if that. you went into a gym and you just like, hey, what looks really fun? And you just <laughs> and you just did that for five minutes. And then you did something else. Oh, that machine looks fun. Oh, that guy's doing that stretch. Let's do that. And that the, you wouldn't be in any kind of shape. <laughs> You'd be right. tired. You'd be tired, though. Creating a brand just launched something new for you. We released 15 online courses on our website, six of which are free and require no registration. Our courses cover a wide range of topics from blogging to podcasting, winning at networking, personal development, and so much more. Ultimately, each course is designed to help you succeed while saving you time and money. I want to challenge you to enroll in one of these courses today. Please visit creatingabrand.com slash courses to get started. In addition, if you enroll in one of our premium courses, you'll receive free access to all current and future courses, plus a membership to the Creating a Brand community where you can connect directly with me and with other entrepreneurs. If you're ready to take the next step in your life or in business, please visit creatingabrand.com slash courses and enroll today. I recently was attending a small one-day conference here in my city, and they gave the opportunity for anyone who had never attended that conference to stand up and, and share a little bit about themselves just for a second. And I always love that. That's a huge opportunity for me because oh, yeah. I've really narrowed down the clarity that I've needed to explain what I do to people. And it kind of blows my mind. Every time you do that, people stand up and they're like, um, well, I kind of do this, but I'm also interested in this. Um, there's that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was born here and you know, it's just kind of like, man, they sit down and everyone's like, what was his name again? Or her name? Like what, what did they do? Right. And they aren't sure. And then it came around to me and I spoke for exactly 30 seconds and I knew exactly what I said. And I sat down the whole table that was that turned around. They're like, wow, <laughs> everybody, <They're> like, whoa, <laughs> but it's I'm, the I'm power of clarity, right? I'm really curious of what that 30 seconds was because <laughs> I, I want to get my 30 seconds down. Now you've inspired me already. I think it comes back to it comes back to clarity what we're talking about here, right? I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, we have to just be clear. So for me, I just shared what I do with creating a brand. I host the podcast. I create blog posts. It's all around helping entrepreneurs go further, faster in life and business. And we do it through community collaboration. And I shared that with a few more things. Mm -hmm. I kind of catered to the audience that was there, but I was able to get it really clear for people. It's because I know the direction I'm going. I know the bigger purpose. And I'm able to stay focused on it. And I think that us as individuals, we have to we have to come to that conclusion ourselves as well. Wouldn't you agree? It's, it's good to think like those times when you have crystal clarity and you know what you want. I think more people experience what it feels like when you don't have the clarity, right? That's why the times we have the clarity are, are elusive sometimes because it's hard to have. And I think that what's really impactful are those moments when you're like, what am I doing? I know I'm working hard, but why am I doing this? Like, and those are the times that really, that really, make a massive impact in our lives because you know the the compound effect of 
not having the clarity and the compound effect of then like maybe feeling sad or depressed or feel like you're going through the motions or the end is nowhere to be found or maybe like it's all meaningless like all your hard work and stuff isn't going to come come to anything so yeah there have been times when i have crystal clarity um i think there are more times when i don't and that's where the work comes in boy i, I really if i could wave a magic wand i'd be like i wish i could just have clarity all the time that's why i wear the hat <laughs> right yeah it helps you right apparently i need to get one of those hats i think you need to send me one of them i will, I will. Um, <laughs> So, uh, you know, thinking about this, what you just said there, what's really important for us to do as individuals is to really write out maybe the more complex sides of what we do to find a way to narrow it down. I do find a lot of people make a crucial mistake about dimension. They do that directly on their website for everyone else to see. Uh, so they say a ton of words because they're trying to get their clarity themselves. So they, you know, it's 10 paragraphs about what they do when yep. really it should just be a sentence or two, or at least that's what I think. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? I, I completely a sentence or two on the site or a sentence or two personally or both oh, on the site. I mean, if it's, if it's in your notebook, make it as long yep. as it needs to be, but get it yep. figured out. Right. Yep. Absolutely. No, as short as possible. Um, really the, the most effective, most effective clarity comes in the sense of like one to three words. If you can get it down to that, like think of some of the great things, right? Apple think different. That is the clarity on how they develop products, how they develop their OS, how they create their in-store experience, how they expect people to, you know, come into the brand is by thinking different. Like it's really, that is very precise language. Um, a couple others, you know, big one, Nike, just do it. Everybody understands. It means like, hey, it's going to be tough, but just do it. Just mm -hmm. do it. One that's maybe a little more obscure, um, uh, Salvation Army. Salvation Army boiled it down to one word, others. And I think that's so powerful because when you hear the word others and the Salvation Army, you know exactly what it means. Yeah. It's an aligning factor. But yes, on your website, um, short. No one's going to read it otherwise. It's so true. one to two sentences, you know, a very short paragraph. But even with that, like good messaging is an exercise in distillation. You have to distill all that stuff in your notebook into a couple of sentences and then distill those couple of sentences down into a very short sentence, ideally just a word or two. Yeah, and you've been really good about this on your websites. You have multiple websites, and all of them I've visited. It's very clear what is the focus of the website. I haven't had to scroll around, and the thing is that really saves a lot of calories in my mind because if I'm yeah, trying absolutely. to figure out what you're trying to say because you can't figure out your own form of clarity, and I'm trying to have to navigate that myself, it's, it's never going to happen, right? Never. Never, ever. No, the human brain is you know, primally wired to conserve calories. Mm -hmm. And you said it, it's exactly it. When you have to think your brain is literally burning calories. And so that's, that's a real big compliment that you picked that up from the website. Like on my personal page is pursue clarity, right? That's, yeah. that's, that's my mission. That's what I hope that being near me or in my ecosystem, I think it, it's not that you might not get clarity, but it's the pursuit of clarity, I think, which is the real win because there's never a finish line, right? The goal is the road. And um, so that's a really big compliment that you came away with that from our sites. Yeah, no, I, I, that's one of the reasons I want to talk to you about this topic because mm -hmm. um, one, you've got the word clarity everywhere, but it's really, it's kind of, you know, you've really, I, I can't say mastered it because I feel like we're always gaining more yeah, clarity in our lives, but you're not, somebody yeah. who's really ahead of the game in it. And it's inspired me to go back and really get more clear in my own messaging because some of it can be, it can be wordy, right? I think that all of us hit that point where we're really trying to figure out our lane and where we're mm -hmm. going and describing it can be very difficult, but it is an important mm -hmm. practice. And how have you been able to kind of narrow it down to, to fewer words and to really just get that clarity with your messaging? Is it something that's happened over time that you're constantly evolving or do you just kind of have a that aha moment and figured it out? 
No, there's definitely it. It's it takes practice, like any skill. Um, and the more you do it, the more you. I for me, the more I do it, the more I start to think in concise terms. Um, mm -hmm. and and it really, like I said, like think of the exercise of distillation. Like you get all this maple syrup, you get all this liquid out of the trees, and then you have to distill it and you boil it, and and the extra stuff and the extra water all leaves it until you get in the end a very sweet syrup. And messaging is really the same way. It and like you said, in the notebook, it's got to be as long as it has to be so that you can get it all out. But then you have to start reducing it and reducing it and reducing it. And so for me, like I've just set limits like, look, if it can't fit in a two to five word header on a website, it's not clear enough. Right. It's just not clear enough. And it's work. Like they say about like writing or creating music They say, hey, it's one percent inspiration. It's ninety nine percent perspiration because it is it, it's not going to come to you in a, in a moment. It's going to come through mulling it over, working it out, asking other people like, hey, what do you what do you hear when you you know, what do you think when you read this? And like other people like back to perspective, perspective is going to give you clarity. And so it's a lot of work, but it's worked. It's worth it. And so for me, I've just been I've just been doing it more and doing it longer. Yeah, that's one thing I actually love about the creating a brand community that we have with this podcast is a lot of people were able to go in there and be like, hey, here's what I'm working on. What do you all think? And getting that extra perspective oh from somebody else. I mean, that is you can't put a, a value on that because it's, it's going to be so much time because people might even say you're going a totally different direction than I thought. I don't even know what that means. Right. And you can <laughs> right. really clarify. And that's happened to me plenty of times. You've been like, Alex, I don't even know what you're trying to describe right now. So it's that thing that, you know, someone else giving you their perspective, you're able to refocus with that. And it's, I think you hit it on the head when you're like, hey, objectivity and like a community of people who maybe, maybe they're like nice or pleasant people, but they don't really have a vested interest in the outcome, which is so important because people who like you, they're going to like want to be excited about it because you're excited yeah. about it and they like you, right? And you seem really passionate, so you must know what you're talking about, but that's not helpful at all when you're trying to get a message distilled and have it communicate well. So the, the creating a brand community, having objectivity for people who have never seen it, never heard it, um, aren't afraid to hurt your feelings because everybody knows like, hey, we're here to help one another. Like that, mm -hmm. is, that is pure gold. It really is. And I, and I love that. So, so far, we've talked about clarity in business, clarity in our personal lives, clarity in our messaging, whether that's the way that we speak or on our website. Can you give us one last piece of wisdom on the topic of clarity that you have for us today? Yeah, um, I've been thinking about this a lot. I hear a lot of people and a lot of the dialogue amongst entrepreneurs and like the business community, especially like the startup business community, uh, personal brand community. It's hey, find find happiness. And it's the concept of happiness. I hear it all over. I see it like make happiness the center point, make happiness the goal. And um, I kind of, my personal clarity and my advice is to push back on that a little bit and say happiness is actually a byproduct of meaning. And like there's, there's an element of like, hey, certain things make me happy. Like ice cream makes me happy when I'm eating it. But it, it doesn't necessarily, isn't the result of any meaning. Right. It actually could be contradictory to what I'm trying to do in life, which is I want to like be healthy. So if I eat too much ice cream and like let that make my happiness, my my North Star, um, that that's going to mess me up. So my my last party word is like pursue meaning, like the meaning and the clarity on what your meaning and your purpose is. But the byproduct is happiness. And so that that's, like you know, a little a little countercultural from what I'm hearing and seeing. 
um, out there, but I really think there's not enough conversation about meaning and there's more conversation about happiness. And I think clarity on your meaning and understanding the perspective of what you're doing that makes you fulfilled and, you know, has you feeling like, Hey, this is meaningful to me. Um, I think that that that's something that I would, you know, encourage people to keep more at the center point. Wow. You went really deep with the end of this episode. I know. <laughs> I just, I, I never know what's going to come out. Right. No, but that's really important. I, I couldn't think of a better way to end something. We're talking about clarity, the importance of understanding what that means truly for your life. And then your happiness being a byproduct of that instead of just pursuing happiness, because really that isn't clear. Happiness is a very vague thing and it changes oh. continuously, right? I mean, happiness could mean something today for me. Tomorrow I could have a change of heart and then it means something different. It, it's, it's not the clarity that we need to be focused on. Happiness is a liar. I'm going to tweet that out as soon as we get done. <laughs> I love it. That's good. Well, Paul, I really appreciate your time today and just sharing your wisdom on the topic of clarity. I know this is so important for all of us, the Creating Brand listener and community. It's something we all need to be focused on together. So thank you so much for sharing all this with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. It was so much fun to talk. Can I just say... Paul Daly is a cool dude. I encourage you to check out his website and his YouTube channel. I'll have links to both in the show notes, or you can go straight to his website, pauljdaily.com. This was a powerful episode. I hope that you are feeling inspired and challenged to get out there and create more clarity in your business, your life, and in your messaging. I know that I've got some things that I needed to do after hearing this message from Paul. I challenge you, grab a pen and paper and go through the practice that Paul talked about. Think about the end of your life. Think about what you want to be remembered for. Think about what you want people to say about you, then work backwards with clarity in mind from there. Begin backtracking and saying, what is this bigger perspective I need for myself, for my business? I believe that you'll learn and grow a lot from this practice. I want to highlight one more thing that Paul and I discussed during this episode. It's when he mentioned community and how it's gold. The truth is having that feedback and that perspective from another group of people will help you gain more clarity. Just being able to share it helps a lot. If you're not already a member of the Creating a Brain community, I encourage you to join today. I know it will have a huge impact on your life and your business. Paul, thank you again for being a guest on the podcast today. If you're interested in show notes from today's episode, visit Creating a Brand Podcast. Com. As always, thank you so much for listening, subscribing, and leaving reviews. I'm looking forward to bringing you another episode next week.